Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Hi, everybody. This is Todd Krieger. Uh, I am going to be talking to you today about a couple that I've worked with successfully who um, I treated with eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, as well as couples work, kind of a combination of the two to help them heal from infidelity. I'm going to call them Ken and Nancy. That is not their real names. I work with them at the end of 2022 through the beginning of 2023. And they uh, were, came to me in a really tough place. Uh, Ken had uh, cheated on Nancy with a coworker of his, uh, someone that uh, Nancy knew, and they had actually gone out together. So it was uh, pretty much of a, a multiple a betrayal on many levels for Nancy. And she really wasn't sure if she wanted to do the therapy. She pretty much had nine of her 10 toes out the door. She really didn't think she wanted to continue. She uh, was shocked that she discovered this. And uh, she had sensed something uh, and tried to uh, warn him about this other person, but uh, he was complicit in this as well and didn't heed his wife's advice. And he ended up having this person as an affair partner. So um, he was, I'm going to tell you a little bit about their childhood, because I've been talking about developmental issues. And, you know, she, I'm not going to talk much about either, just kind of short, but she had a great set of parents who was really loving, except that the father got sick when she was three, and she really didn't have much of a, uh, of a, um, a secure father there because of his health. Otherwise, he was a gem of a human being, according to her, and her mom was as well. But she did have that early abandonment. So um, when there's something like infidelity, it definitely is a betrayal, but it's definitely an abandonment. Of course, it can trigger uh, her past losses, always does. Uh, on Ken's side, Ken, he, uh, he came from a family where his parents divorced, uh, one lived on one coast, the other lived on the other. He was four years old. He ends up, um, uh, ha well, his, his mom had a lot, a lot of problems with alcohol. And basically, he was a neglected child. He was a neglected child who's kind of left on his own. And so he grew up, like even in, in his forms, one of the things he says makes him feel good is when people are proud of him. Now, there's nothing wrong with we wanting people to be proud of us, but the fact that he said it on his form, it, it let me know what a dominant theme it was, that the others should be proud. So he, since he didn't get the nurturing that he should have as a child, uh, that oftentimes he tries to make up for it by being trying to be great, a little bit of narcissistic traits, didn't have the personality disorder. Um, and But he did have some of those narcissistic traits trying to look good, which I think is why he slipped into the infidelity, because <clears throat> he was constantly never enough for himself. 
And so if he's never enough for himself, he's constantly trying to prove himself. And one person, a co-worker, gives him some attention, and there he went. Uh, so he actually got some of his own individual therapy, and it was he was really plowing headlong, really, into recovery, into healing, into learning. What I liked about him is his willingness to take a good look at himself, and he realized his narcissistic qualities of me, 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 and doing what makes him feel good, and it even sabotaged his relationship. So he's done a lot of that individual work. Meanwhile, he was doing some couples work with uh, his wife and I, and we got into uh, the importance of him being aware of his need to always be great and that he really needed to make up for it. He did a lot of this in individual therapy, so I didn't have to do too much intensive work with him on that. But he definitely was growing, and the person who referred uh, him to me also is an EMDR therapist who was doing EMDR with him. And I think all that really, really helped. Uh, EMDR is a wonderful approach that helps people really get to the core, help them process. And uh, he was able to start to really feel his pain and not run from it. And he was now able to be more present for his wife. So we did a lot of couples work with communication. And uh, she started to believe that maybe this relationship had a chance because of how earnest he was in this growth, making this happen. And so I ended up uh, at some point, well, before I tell you how I used EMDR with the betrayed person, Nancy, that you know, they were doing okay, and they got better. This happens sometimes with couples. As they start to get better, the, the, the victim of the betrayal starts to go, wait, I can't get over this this fast. Yes, she's doing better, but I'm angry, I'm hurt. And so all her triggers got resurfaced. And... Uh, we did some work where he actually was leaving this company to go to another company because the other person was going to still be at that company. And uh, that helped a lot. But ultimately, I started doing some eye movement desensitization and reprocessing work with Nancy. So I spent a few sessions with her. And what we did is we focused on the moments she discovered what was really going on and a few other moments. And we were able to process that using this EMDR, which includes stimulation of both sides of the brain, which has been shown that when people have this bilateral stimulation as they're focusing on the memory, that their brain, uh, seemingly miraculously, but really does uh, is able to process so that the post-traumatic stress part of this starts to go away. It doesn't mean that she was suddenly great and felt wonderful about her relationship. I mean, it, it was still, when she when we were doing this, it had still only been a number of months since she had discovered it. Discovered it. So that could take a while before, as she continues to process in her own way and, and deal with it. But 
the EMDR helped her get to the point where she was able to not be so traumatized by those memories. And we dipped into her whole issue of abandonment as well, uh, you know, from, from her childhood. But we, we really didn't have to spend that much time on that. It was it, it really, once she was able to process some of the stuff with her husband, that a lot of the processing went easier. You know, as they talk about EMDR, when people have this, the REM sleep, rapid eye movement part of their sleep, it helps people process. And so EMDR does that too. We also were able to install uh, positive cognitions, lower the pain level. These are all things that we do under the standard protocols of EMDR. So after those sessions of EMDR, her anger subsided a lot. She was still uh, able to set boundaries. Uh, but along with the fact that he was now committed to moving to uh, another company and up, she wasn't as triggered there as well. So when it comes to infidelity, it's very important for me to make sure that the couple is getting more stable, that the person who betrayed is truly facing his or her, in this case, his stuff, that uh, there's far less chance in the future that he would repeat. And I really felt that way about him. And his wife really began feeling that way about him as well. So once we were able to remove those triggers, now uh, they were able to continue to grow as a couple. And they will continue to grow as a couple. I have uh, They graduated from seeing me, and they can always come back if they need a little booster shot, but they're doing, uh, last I heard, they're doing well, they're doing fine. And uh, in, in some ways, their relationship is now better than ever. Why? Because he's working on his issues and so he's more present for his wife, and he's not being run so much by the prior narcissistic needs to 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 be to get approval and to be great, which again I think was the major factor in why he cheated. So I just want to give you an idea how I did it with this couple very successfully. Uh, didn't take very long, number of months, and they're well on the way to having this wonderful healing relationship. This is one where. Uh, he was distraught over the pain that he caused her. And of course, she was distraught and was ready to leave the marriage. And now they are where they are. So good things can happen. Definitely good things can happen. So that's all I wanted to say about my successful case, Ken and Nancy, their code names for this situation. And, uh, you know, they inspired me. The couples that come to see me, and they there, and they're ready to show up and do the work, and I'm ready to do my part of it. Uh, it can be very gratifying, and this couple definitely was no different. So thanks for listening. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. That's it for today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity Podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. For free resources and materials, head over to ToddKrieger.com. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you.